As a business owner, your nightmares might sound like this. But advertising on Cats Digital can turn your nightmares into this. Hi, how can I help you? I'll be right with you. You see, Cats Digital is the only true audio anywhere advertising. You'll be talking directly to your customers on any device, any place, and any time while they're listening to music, talk shows, and podcasts. Now that's a great dream. Wake up your business at katzdigital.com. Hey, it's Brendan Gennetti. And I'm Devin O'Haran. And you are listening to Music You're Missing. And we are bringing you Caden today. I am really excited about this one. Uh, his song, Mr. Nice Guy, has been on repeat. Literally, Brendan texted me the other day and goes, Mr. Nice Guy slaps. And I was like, Brendan, do not ever say the word slaps to me ever again but i know it's a really good song i always say slaps i know and i hate it there's honestly i have so many slang words that i say like routinely and in everyday conversation and i just expect people to accept them i do too but i definitely do not say slapped slaps i don't even know (laughs) well anyways uh kaden blew up on tiktok with this song mr nice guy That's not the only song of his that blew up on the app. He also got a bunch of attention from his track, You Don't Care At All. You don't care at all. No, you don't care anymore. You never cared at all. That's just how you are. It's scared of moving on. But you're already gone. I always mess it up. which amassed millions of streams. And something I really, really like about him beyond his certified bangers uh, is his hustle. He's very open about it on social media and TikTok. And I just, one, I can relate. (laughs) And two, (laughs) it's just really nice to like see how involved he is with his own work. Yeah, on past TikToks, he's talked about how he has been working on this stuff for seven years and he has already released 75 songs. So that's like, that's crazy. Like Like, there are- by himself. There are very, very established artists who don't even have a Half number close that. to that. Yeah. So I'm really stoked that he's about to take some time out of what I assume is a crazy ass schedule uh, to come chat with us. So before we get started on the good stuff, we have some even better stuff coming. We just dropped five new playlists. The first is called Leisure and it's all chill vibes. When you are in that mood, it is the perfect playlist to listen to. We also have Life. Basically, if your life was a movie, this would be the dang soundtrack. And then we have Devin's Discoveries, which is what I came up with. It's playlists based off of what I listen to. It is the most random shit you will ever hear. But as Brendan said, it is the most you playlist I've ever heard. It is so uniquely that's Devin. all that that's all that matters. And then I too have an awfully named playlist called Brendan's Beats. We love good SEO practice. Uh, and basically, it's just a collection of all tunes that I jam. I recently had someone DM me and say, I wasn't expecting Steely Dan to be in your playlist. Didn't know you were a fan. And I was like, unfortunately, I'm not. I actually just like the song and I didn't even know that they sang it. <laughs> <laughs> and to wrap it up, we had the complete collection, which is every artist we've ever interviewed and every any song we've ever talked about on 
the podcast. We have put that into one playlist, so you can easily find it when you hear us talking about it. Yeah, we have interviewed. This is our 28th episode, so there is music from 28 really cool freaking artists, so go check it out. All right, now that we got that out of the way, let's get our soon-to-be new friend, Caden, on the line. How's it going, Caden? Hey, how's it going, guys? Great. Uh, we are freezing right now. It's so cold. We're in Boston, and it just has been oh, no. in the 30s for like a month. Oh, wow. It's like 75 here. Jeez. I am so jealous. That's what I need right now. No, yeah. You guys had a huge storm, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right before Christmas. It was so crazy. And then like within four days, it was gone. It was literally <laughs> like sunny and 60. It was warmer in New England than I think it was in California on Christmas. And I was like, <laughs> That's wild. how does this even happen? Yep. Everything's been flipped around this year. So I know you're originally from a small town in California. Uh, now you're in LA, correct? Yeah. I'm, I'm from Barstow, California, which is like a 20,000 population town um, in the middle of the high desert. And I just like five, six months ago moved to Huntington Beach um, around LA. Yeah, it's like 30 minutes from LA. I love that area. It's one of my favorite places to oh, go really? in California. Yeah. I have family in San Diego, so we like bop around between oh. like there and um, LA. Oh, wow. Sweet. Yeah, I love it too. It's it's just so nice. It's right in the middle of everything. It really is. And honestly, it's nice because you're kind of out of the LA traffic and craziness. Oh, I, I don't, I do not understand LA and I don't understand how it can be a city, but there's so much traffic and it takes you like two hours to get from one place to another place. I just, I don't get it. And we're from Boston. No. So we're used to traffic and like LA traffic is a different breed. Like, I don't even know. Yeah. I'm like super claustrophobic. So <laughs> I don't like, like all the buildings and all that. So, I mean, obviously now you're kind of more so an essential area for what you're doing. Music industry. Is that what yeah, prompted so, the move? Um, yeah. So I had released five albums already and one EP, um, all in my hometown. And I was like, I need to like branch out and have a little bit more opportunity. So I was like, I don't want to move to LA. Like I'm never moving there. I don't care. <laughs> or whatever. I'm not moving there. Like I'll move around there. But I was like, Huntington Beach is perfect. It has a dog beach. Um, it's just like, yeah, it's a spot. And I was like, I'm gonna move there and hopefully I'll be able to network a little bit more. And so far it's it's been working out. I've met a lot of new people um in the industry who I can like meet with as best we can right now. But yeah, I mean I feel like that the fact that you're already meeting people and you're music is already growing so much and you've only been in that area for such a short time imagine what it's going to be like when the world actually opens up yeah i know um it's crazy after i made a tiktok that blew up like my fan base like doubled in a week i know it has like 2.2 million likes right uh i think so i haven't i haven't even checked the likes but i know it has like i think it has like 10 million views yeah, we are um, just kind of creeping on you. <laughs> just trying to get to know you a little bit. I barely started the whole tic- getting on TikTok. Um, I never really used it before. Mm-hmm. Well, the way that you create your videos, they're so intricate. And I mean, just from my perspective, obviously, we're within the music industry. But like, I just know, like for me, if I were to post that, I'd be like, I know this is going to blow up. Were you expecting it? Like, were you confident that that video was going to blow up? Oh, not at all. I mean, like I posted my first TikTok and it went like semi-viral. It had like 300 and something K. Um, and I was like, oh, 
wow, it was my first TikTok ever. That's cool. Um, and then I posted a, like maybe six normal ones, just doing whatever with my songs. Um, and I was like, oh, whatever. I'm just going to make this TikTok explaining my song. Like, hopefully I'll get like a little bit, like maybe a little bit more than the last one. And then I just went to bed. I, I literally posted the TikTok at like 10.30 p.m. on Sunday night and November 23rd. And I went to bed. And when I woke up, I was like, all my friends were calling me because I was sleeping in. Um, all of them like stay up all night and they were calling me like, yo, your TikTok is blown up. And I was like, what? And I checked like my Spotify artist page to see like, because like TikTok's great, you know, like, I'm glad it's blowing up, but mm -hmm. like I care about people listening to my songs. Definitely. Um, so I was like, let me check my Spotify artist page. And it was like a thousand people listening right now. I was like, what? Man, that is so exciting. Uh, did that just like really solidify it for you that, you know, this is what you were meant to do and, and what you're going to continue to do? Um, Kind of. It was definitely like a good like feeling. And it was like, OK, like like it was like kind of like confirmation. But like I've already been doing this for three years and I yeah. have 65 songs out. And so like that's already I, was, I didn't care if my TikTok never blew up. Like this is what I was going to be doing because it was going to I'm going to blow up eventually in some way. But I was like, wow, this is just like a blessing. This is happening this fast for me. Like every, and they all get to go listen to all my catalog. Like I don't have one song out, you know, like I have a, so yeah. many for them to dive into. And so I've been able to retain, I would say like, like 60 or 70, maybe even 80% of all the new people who found me, I was able to retain that percent of them, which is really good. I mean, you have a crazy monthly listeners on Spotify right now. So they're obviously like staying. And it's so funny that, a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I blew up overnight. You legitimately blew up overnight. Like people can't yeah, say they woke up with millions of views and likes and Spotify listens. That doesn't happen to everyone. Yeah, no, it's like it's interesting, though, because it's like like the um, the attention was gained like half. I had, I had 200,000, almost a quarter of a million monthly listeners before the TikTok. So I don't even, and that was a hundred percent like without TikTok, without mm -hmm. any kind of algorithm push, um, no Spotify playlisting or anything. And then I made that video and then it blew up and everyone was like, yo, who is this kid? And so like the attention was gained overnight, but like the, the all those songs, like all the countless hours of me making music for three years, like was kind of like all the work, you know, definitely that, like, helped it go overnight. It's kind of interesting how it works. For sure. And I think that's also a testament to how actually good your music is. I didn't want to discredit your previous work at all, but it is just like so common that when people blow up, it's just like that one thing. But it's so great and interesting to hear that they're actually going back into your catalog. I mean, over 70 songs is great. Like that's a that's an extensive amount of songs you got. You have to like one of them. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mean, especially like not knowing an artist and then seeing that, oh, I like the song and then they have all this stuff like you can just spend days listening to that and still not be done and still have new songs so it's kind of nice and refreshing for the listener also yeah it's wild like over the course of it continuing to rise on the for you page like i gained up to like 510k i think um monthlies and then so double and then of course like of course it's blown up so it's gonna drop like that's inevitable it makes it that's how it works um so it went down and now i think it's like at 400 and 19k which is like really good because like i know a lot of artists who blew up on there like up to even higher than i did and they went back to where they were or like mm -hmm. a little bit higher than where they were especially if you don't align yourself with the right team after you kind of experience heightened attention uh it's kind of hard it is it's not kind of hard it is hard to remain as prominent as you are so 
that brings up a question. I saw on a TikTok way back when, I think it was December 13th, uh, you said you had no label or manager, but I'm just, I want to ask you like, what's up with that in, in your career? Like what point are you at? Like, do you have a team now? So I, I have no, no um, record label or PR, like um, anything like that. Um, I have, I'm like basically barely um, starting to find my team and like acquire like some sort of like management and like guidance and stuff. Um, nothing's like locked in at the moment. Um, I'm still doing everything, but I am like scouting like people and talking with uh, a couple of people who I think are like really, um, really gifted and honest. So, um, we'll see where that goes probably pretty soon. It takes time finding your team. And as long as you have this time, like we do right now in the middle of a pandemic, I feel like you can really see exactly what everyone is about. And yeah, that's super huge. Yeah. The fact that you said you were scouting is, is yeah. such a great mindset and, and thing to do because I mean, we've, we've seen firsthand a lot of people, you know, think because they have one offer and it, it might be a, a fat offer, but that doesn't mean it's your offer. And that doesn't mean you are going to, you know, reap the most benefits from it. So I, I do love to hear that you're, you are scouting. Yeah, it was, I mean, when it blew up, like, I cannot tell you how many DMs that I got, like from obviously from fans, which is great, and also like management, like mm-hmm. everyone that you can think of hit me up um, from every kind of label that you can imagine, and I was like, okay, that's cool, um, but like, who are you? Like, <laughs> who else? Who else do you manage? Like, who else have you managed before? How did that? How did it work with them? Like, you know, I'm like, I'm not really tripping. I did. I've been working so hard on my own. I was like, I don't really need anything, but I will. I'm open to hearing what you can offer if it's like, if you are like, if you're a good person, basically, if you're Definitely. Gonna, you know, make the right decisions. For sure. And people that actually, you know, have the power to make something of someone, they're not going to uh, assign you that quickly. Like they, they're all, they yeah. too are going to watch you grow. Um, so, I mean, that's perfect that you know that. And I mean, I think of course we're talking about your success. We have to bring it back to the track. Mr. Nice guy. great job with this song and it's crazy that you were able to do it on your own and get it this far yeah i mean it was wild i remember the day i made it it was it was like 8 p.m um i was in my house in barstow i was just like um like creating the music basically i was like man i really like this music it's like so like it's like fierce kind of like a fierce song 100 like energy like almost angry a little bit and i was like i like it and then i wrote all the lyrics Um, and probably like 30 minutes and then I recorded it that night and just mixed everything and put it on Spotify. Damn. In one night. I can't believe that. That was about a night. I think it's like, it's because back then, like, even though the song sounds good to like the masses, like I do everything myself. So like I record, write, I mix everything on my MacBook and I, I master it myself on logic. And then I send it out. Like it doesn't go to an engineer or a mastering mm-hmm. engineer or anything like that. Like, so it was a hundred percent in the box. Um, just myself, no one like, yeah. And I, it was the date I knew it was just like, it just had the nice energy. And like, 
I'm so particular about how my voice sounds and like getting my mix right. Like I'm not even happy with the mix of that song. I'm glad it blew up and everything. But it's, not, <laughs> it's not professional. Like most people don't notice it though. But yeah, the songwriting is really good um, in there. And I didn't think too much on the lyrics. I was just like, I'm going to say this and I don't know. <laughs> it just flowed and worked out at the end of the day. That's yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the benefits of not thinking too much is it really then becomes non-manufactured and just kind of stream of consciousness. I know. I mean, I, I love doing it like that it's just like i don't it's so weird it's like the bigger you get it's like Mm -hmm. the more people are watching you the more you feel like you have to hold up kind of a standard like you can't it's like scary to just be like oh i like this i'm gonna put it out because it's like you don't want to like you know you don't you're branding yourself you don't want to be like it's just it sucks i wish i could just (laughs) post whatever i want like at the time i was like okay it's like in the top three in terms of like how it sounds Mm -hmm. but now that i released like my newest ep like i'm like man like i can't you just can't go backwards and it's scary that you might listeners that might be tuning in because they are familiar with Mr. Nice Guy, what can you tell them uh, about your work beyond that track? Um, it's awesome. <laughs> My new work is definitely, I'm, I'm putting like a lot of the emotion, um, no pun intended to the over emotional EP. Like it was me getting out of my, getting out of that town that I've lived in and like all the experiences I had, I wrote that mid transition to Huntington beach and I mm-hmm. finished half of it at, at Barstow and half of it at Huntington beach. Um, and so, yeah, it's really just like a bunch of stories about like my old relationships in the town and like getting over the fear of moving. Cause I've never lived anywhere else in my whole life besides now. Um, and so, yeah, it's basically just about the experiences of getting out of there and starting over. when you want to feel like fierce or like you want to get yourself hyped up, what type of music do you turn to? Um, I love John Bellion. Hell yeah. Um, like he, he, he's kind of like, I'm, I'm going to say he's kind of like me. I'm kind of like him in that. Like my songs are like, he, he has straight pop songs. Like mm-hmm. he has straight pop. And then you go a little bit deeper and you're like, Oh wow, this is like, this is different than the last song. And not intentionally, but like a lot of my music is like that too. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of inspiration for like that kind of music comes from like John Bellion, even Post Malone. So, yeah, a lot of that energy comes from me listening to stuff like that, like Bozzy and Post Malone and John Bellion. Um, if I'm going, if I'm really feeling that kind of mood for a song, if it comes, if it starts turning out that way, mm-hmm. I can, I can definitely tell that, uh, from your work. It, it's not like it sounds like that at all, but within the versatility that you offer, like, like you were saying, John Bellion, you can listen to one of his albums or records or whatever. And he really does hit a lot of different genres and sounds, but somehow like, you know, that it's him. And like, even when he produces for other people, like he produced that track for yeah. Selena Gomez. And I was like, this is John, Be- this is John Bellion written all over it. yeah it's wild he produces and writes so much like mm-hmm. almost it seems like almost every song on the chart has his fingerprints some way it's wild i hope to be like that someday too do you have a favorite john bellion track i like his old stuff so me I too like money right yep uh preoccupied he is the same same yeah uh, yeah i love money right it's probably my favorite one 
um that was just so it's just like my it's like my story he's telling my story too and it's i love it yeah i mean i i can relate to when you said he is the same that's exactly how i view that track as well so it, it's it's funny to hear another person's perspective on it yeah it's, it's wild like he in in money right he just talks about like like i just got fired from my job like i can't pay my bills um which has all happened to me like, <laughs> he's just like now we just sold out a stadium like like 500 half a million after taxes it's just like crazy like i hope to be like that one day dude i mean i think you're already there specifically when the world comes back to normal do you have any shows or anything lined up i mean it might be too hard to have already planned out but do you have any anticipation like some of the people that i know in the industry are saying that like no one's like a lot of people are like buying out um virtual concert stuff Mm -hmm. which is like leading me to believe that shows probably won't be happening like for a little bit um because of everyone's like um investment in those kinds of venues um so i have a couple of virtual shows that aren't locked in yet but we're trying to like see when we can make them happen um but yeah they're gonna i'm definitely gonna have a virtual show relatively soon when we get the okay then i'll probably like do some do like um like a short tour um just to tour a new like an ep if i drop an ep this year i'll probably tour after it yeah, so when you have like <laughs> 80 fucking songs on Spotify, what how, like how far back are you going to go in your catalog uh when you do start, you know, doing the shows again? Um honestly, I've thought about that a lot. I'm just like, wow. Do I do I just like disregard the old music? I'm like, do I just focus on the new? And I was like, I think I'm basically going to do it off of like fan demand. So like like I know my fans and I know like what songs that they listen to. Like I can track all that. And so mm-hmm. like, I'll honestly probably just take all this, whatever album it's from, who cares? Like whatever song that they love, I'll probably just blend it all together. For sure. I mean, and from a marketing perspective, obviously those are the ones resonating with the masses. So it would make sense to play them out. Definitely. Loud. Oh yeah. Like Mr. Nice guy, like for sure. But I was talking more of like, about like the, cause um, so much has changed is album five. So like album one and two, like uh, there's a lot of songs on there that are doing really well. Mm -hmm. So I'll probably like one or one song from each of those and then focus more like on the new stuff. Devin. So Devin is a live nation gal. Do you have any insight on when tours can come back? Um, so little background, I was on tour in March and we had a few shows left and then like the 12th, they were like, yeah, you're not, you were canceling the rest of the tour. So they literally yeah. just like pulled us all from tour. They were like, yeah, we're just going to start back up in a few months. We'll be fine. So like, <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, a year later, my ass is still sitting on my couch, please. That would be nice. But, um, I do have like some insight, but you probably have heard the same stuff that I have, but like things are looking up yeah. with like the touring front of things Caden was there any shows that you had not you personally like that you had lined up to to see that got canned and you were like pretty upset about honestly no like I was I was working so hard in like January is when I dropped that whole album that Mr. Nice Guy is on Mm -hmm. so that's when the whole like pandemic started was like February March is when it got really bad but like I was working so hard. I didn't have time to go to shows. Like I was in my room every day. Like I said, like <laughs> if, cause like what I didn't know this cause I'm from a small town. So like when I moved out here, started talking with everyone, apparently making the song on your own is not normal. Apparently yeah. I got to meet with all these people and they were like, 
like, oh yeah, like I helped on that song, I helped on this song, and then one of my friends gave me like a link to like a genius page to see how you can see all the credits on a song. And I've been looking at them and I'm like, all these songs have like 10, like either four to 10 people on them, like in some way or another. And I'm like, this is wild. Like I would have so much time on my hands if I wasn't editing my vocal, (laughs) mastering my song. Like, yeah, I could do whatever I wanted to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then it goes to yours and it's literally just Caden. And I didn't even know that. That's like, it's like, it's like the weirdest thing to not even know that that's not normal. And then you go into this environment and it's like the norm to have a bunch of people on a song. And I'm just like, whoa. So it's like, it's like, I have to get used to that still. But that's literally like, it's not just you. It's anyone who is outside of this industry. And I guarantee you, like 90% of people think these artists that are on top 40 actually sing, write, produce their own music. It's all just like people doing the work for them. It's like 10%, 10%, 10%, mm-hmm. all the way up to 100. How long did So Much Has Changed take you to write, produce, edit everything okay so there's 14 songs on there right like maybe like six of them i had started before my last project even came out but i hadn't like wrote to them or anything you know like but i had the music kind of done like i i remember making the beat or whatever and so then i kind of gathered some of those songs and then maybe like eight of those were new so it's kind of hard to like judge how long it took. But if you were really just to like add it up, it'd probably be like three or four months. It, it's like it's different. That is a different for when someone else says like, oh, it took three to four months because you genuinely did everything. So like f- like uh, someone else who had someone like mix and master or produce, that's like three and four months of intensive labor. Oh, yeah. No, very much. Like my eyes are I, when I'm like 40, my eyes are going to be like, <laughs> really? Like every time I go to the eye doctor, they're like, OK, it's a little bit worse than last time. And I'm like, I know I'm staring at screens for 24 hours a day. No, yeah, I wonder like, why. If I was like if I was sitting there and I was like producing the beat a little bit and then I had someone else helping me write it. And then I was like, oh, cool. And they were like, oh, record your vocals. I did the takes and then sent it off. And then I hear it back eventually. Mm-hmm. Like whew, I'd have like. Like 10 albums probably. But then like the more you work with people, it's also like you're more picky Mm -hmm. because it's like you have two people like, oh, maybe we shouldn't say that. And so it's like it takes a little bit longer in that way. But the most intensive part is mixing. So like editing the vocals and mixing the song and making it sound like it should. Making it sound comparable to another song is the hardest part. It's so hard. And it's emotional. It's like you just like question your whole life trying to make it trying to do it or i do no a hundred percent especially when you're being vulnerable in your lyrics and then other people start hearing it and you're like it's just there's a whole lot of emotional avenues that you're opening up whether it be stress yeah. anxiety happiness like it's all of the emotions at once yeah i'm like man does the bass even sound like like does it sound good enough does it sound like these songs i'm hearing on the radio like does my kick hit hard enough do my vocals sound pop enough do they sound cheesy do they sound like like a garage band am i going backwards like, <laughs> the thoughts that i have while i'm making the song when i'm mixing the song and it's just like uh no for i mean even our, our podcast has to get mixed like I, I i would never release it with from a like a garage band audio file oh no wait oh wait you have this mixed yeah that's wild yeah i mean i've done that with my tiktoks like 
like all the TikToks that you guys heard, I produced in Logic over audio over the video, you know? Yeah. And you know what? That also like, I guess, triggers the algorithm when it's like perfect, you know, like when in your video quality is like unreal as well. So like the combination oh, yeah, of those. That I don't know how to use. Dude, <laughs> th- that now that was an investment. Um, that, Yeah, that one was like, I think I don't even know. I think it was like four grand jesus those those are so nice though like they really are some of the best don't know how to use it at all i might as well use my iphone honestly no i feel you like anytime i get a new toy any whether it be like audio video whatever i'm like i i know how to turn this on and i can maybe make it look good in post but for the time being i'm gonna pretend like i know it honestly i've just like i'm a control freak so like i've just learned to be like you know I can't do everything. So someone else has to, I can do my videos for TikTok, no pressure, whatever, who cares? But like, I'm not going to do my own music videos. Like I don't have the mental capacity. I do, but there's no reason to like do that to myself and I can just have someone else do the music video. Yep. I make, honestly, I'm excited to see in 2021, eventually the people that you do have on your team, as well as what more could potentially come. Do you have anything like you for sure know is upcoming? I don't really know anything for sure upcoming like possibly like some kind of label deal possibly like a with a record label i don't know if i'm allowed to say any names but it's just yeah, <laughs> like, possibly a record label <laughs> which is crazy for sure well deserved and and i feel confident in your ability to understand what's good for you seeing as though you know you had mentioned like scouting and whatnot so I, i'm sure that it is going to be a very successful endeavor for you yeah, and it's like I've made so many songs. Every time I make a good song, I'm like, man, I'm never, and I release it and it does good or whatever. I'm like, man, I'm never going to be able to make a song like that again. Like, I'm not going to be able to make another good song. How am I going to do it? And then, like, I have some of these songs that I'm working on and they're so good. They're like the best, in my opinion. I'm so excited to hear them. Oh, I know. I, I'm super excited too. And like, now that I have a little bit more exposure, I'd say like I have double the exposure I had. Um, kind of um this new music and then if i pair with a label um just like the push that this new music's gonna have is gonna be really substantial i think beyond your music goals we'll leave you on this do you have any like personal goals that you want to accomplish in the year um i got some new year's resolutions that i'm on right now i don't eat fast food anymore and what day are we on it's say the 20th yes yep i haven't done it since the 31st hell yeah congrats (laughs) i'm doing it all year um i only drink water now nice um no juice um no soda and i've 100 percent stuck to all of that yeah i'm just trying to be healthy and um in every way mentally spiritually um yeah just trying to be healthy and my dogs those are my priorities oh my god Aww, they, they are so cute. cute we have seen yeah, videos my dogs are my babies i like since i've been making music you know i've worked from home i guess you can say um my whole like since they've been born and i have two golden retrievers um one's two and one's one um and i've raised them since they were you know able since they were eight weeks able to leave their mom and i've trained them so they're like my my other life they're literally like yin and yang they're like each other's opposites (laughs) one's so proper and pretty and all like respectable and the other one's so sloppy and (laughs) lopsided they just like they're so they're literally opposites i wish i can just combine them i have two dogs as well and they are so mean and they're, they're, they're opposite literally the worst this is like one super energetic one super lazy but to their core they're just both so mean oh they're no so mean. <laughs> that's crazy i mean my dogs were they're so nice like they never would hurt anything but like it's so funny now that like the younger one who's one is getting a little bit bigger and he outgrew the two-year-old he's like (laughs) one the the two-year-old is like 50 pounds and now the 
the one-year-old is like 65 pounds. I so bet the like, two-year-old is not like that. It's so weird now. And so now when they're laying like they'll lay on the floor and I have a treat and they're just sitting there, I'll put it right in the middle of them. And they just, it's the funniest thing. They'll look at each other. Like, <laughs> they don't look at me. I put the treat in the middle of them. They look at each other and they like put their lips up to show their teeth. And they just will look at each other like that until one of them gives. It's so funny. <laughs> I, I love when dogs have like personalities and like you can analyze their behavior. Like that's, yeah, I don't know why that's so cute. We give credit. I swear. They know what I say. They like know English. I want to incorporate them too more into my 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 music in some way not Uh-oh, necessarily like potential collab i want them to be like I, I just want people to like most of my fans do know that they'll be like where's bailey and baxter like when i'm on my instagram lives and stuff <laughs> but i just want to incorporate them more because i feel like i never see artists do that honestly that's so true though like that is a good that's some good branding yeah everyone loves dogs what the heck uh, well thank you so much Caden, for calling in this has honestly been such a great conversation thanks guys this was fun <laughs> yeah thank no problem you. say hello to your dogs for us yeah all right all right, stay healthy, guys. Bye, Likewise, bye. One more time, pour my drink and take my phone away. Hey, yeah, I want to hear that you messed up and called him up again. Hey, yeah, when you're gonna see that he won't ever love you like you want him to. Yeah, why you want to be somebody's number two? Yeah, loving him don't mean that he in love with you. Yeah, really, I got bigger, better things to do. Yeah, I could never stop you anyway. So, I am so excited to see what he does in 2021 just because look how far he has come Mm -hmm. by himself like 75 songs seven years you name it he has done it just imagine doing that without any team behind you i just couldn't i mean and to be that motivated before having this heightened success and then to experience that uh, I can only imagine he's now like 8 million times motivated and is on the cusp of some of the greatest shit he'll ever put out. Well, it's just cool because he was like, this is what I'm going to do. I don't care if anyone helps me with it. I'm just going to get this shit done and then see where it takes me. And clearly it has paid off. And that does bring up a good point that I want to make because I know we do have a bunch of young artists who listen to us. If you ever find like quick success on TikTok and you are one of those people, definitely be careful about who contacts you um, and who you let in your circle. Literally, because if there's one thing this podcast can tech like can teach you and us talking to artists the music industry is a sketchy place. For sure. But and I don't want to say it like to scare anyone in a bad way because there are really good people in definitely. the music industry. But it's just you really have to be careful because it just people have different motives. But at the most part, you have to understand like it, it is a business and, and people are going to be looking out for their best interests. Um, so that's why I really, really liked when Caden said that he was scouting people. Um, that is awesome. And if you are a rising artist and you think you're on to something good, definitely uh be mindful of who you let in your circle. And if you ever have any questions, feel free just to DM us because we will answer and we won't charge you. Free to listen to, free to hang out with. I don't really know where that's <laughs> Masks going. on. Masks on. We are uh, COVID cautious here. Uh, honestly, no, I, I love that we were able to have that little bit. Um, anyhow, Devin, where can they find us on social media? So they can find us at Music You're Missing on Instagram and basically everywhere. Yeah. That's about it. And you can find Caden at Caden on Instagram and TikTok. I highly recommend checking him out. His posts are great. Can you stop swaying? I literally, so I was just looking at Devin and as you can tell by like her like, ha ha ha, ha ha ha. (laughs) She just felt pressured to keep talking. (laughs) (laughs) I was just waiting for you to chime in and it wasn't happening. So I just kept rambling. Classic. Anyhow, go follow Caden at Caden. Go follow us at Music You're Missing. We have a website coming soon. Bye. 
When I hear something amazing, oh, and feel free to tell your friends too. So Kohl's, they're having a huge sale on summer stuff. And if you live for sunny days like I do, you need to check it out. I got 40% off a new patio set, Food Network grilling essentials for 20% off, and 50% off those yard games my kids won't stop talking about. Best part? I got an extra 15% off and some Kohl's cash. It almost makes being cooped up all winter worth it. Almost. Select styles 15% offer ends May 16th. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. As a business owner, your nightmares might sound like this. But advertising on Cats Digital can turn your nightmares into this. Hi, how can I help you? I'll be right with you. You see, Cats Digital is the only true audio anywhere advertising. You'll be talking directly to your customers on any device, any place, and any time while they're listening to music, talk shows, and podcasts. Now that's a great dream. Wake up your business at katzdigital.com.